Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello, and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming the program author, Johanna Crawford, and she is the author of It Takes a Woman to Empower Women. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder, the selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Johanna, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Well, I am late bloomer in writing my first book about survivors of domestic violence. And I wrote the book after having worked with 2,200 women, giving them micro grants to regain their self-sufficiency and their empowerment. My background is finance and management, but I entered the field of domestic violence, which I call intimate terrorism, because I was brought up in a very abusive family, very violent family, where finally at age 13, my father attempted to murder my mother. It took me a long time to decide what I needed to do, but at age 55, I entered the field of domestic violence. And actually, in 2012, I became a CNN hero for the work that I did with survivors. So tell us about your book. I wrote the book to continue the work that I had done with the survivors in order to empower them to believe that they deserve the best and also to give them the tools that they needed to recover their financial self-sufficiency. The book includes stories, wonderful stories of empowering women. It also includes specific descriptions of abuse, which is only one chapter and a small part of the book. But what it does include is specific barrels and steps to create a life plan to be able to overcome your abuse and start to create the life that you want. We work with dreams. We work with steps and goals. It is an interactive and collaborative approach. I want to walk with my readers through each step of her empowerment. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? Well, the target audience is women. Abuse happened to women early on and late into life. So I'm not sure I have an age range, but it is for women recovering from all types of abuse and also for women who want to regain their self-esteem and go on to better lives. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? The central message is that every woman deserves the best, and every woman has the power to create the best. We have often been minimized by living in a patriarchy, by sexism, by racism, by any kind of ism that we can speak about, and oftentimes our self-esteem and sense of self-worth have been ruined. And this book is a reminder that we deserve the best. 
So what is the most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? I think a very important part of the book is the stories written by survivors telling how they overcame their abuse and went on to incredibly successful, happy lives. There's specific ideas and specific stories. But also the book gives space and method for improving one's self-esteem, one's sense of self-worth, and also plans for looking into better careers, getting better education. There's specific actionable steps that are very easy to understand. Now, if you were asked to compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? I think the book that it best relates to is a book written by Dr. Brene Brown in 2010, the title of which is The Gift of Imperfection. She is a researcher and a PhD in sociology, and she writes about daring to be authentic and embracing who we are and being vulnerable, but knowing that we are enough and that we deserve the best. And for 12 years, I used her beliefs every day to help survivors of intimate terrorism go from surviving to thriving. But what are the common threads in the book that you want readers to take away with them? I would say empowerment. First of all, women already have power. They have just forgotten and need to be reminded. And we need to know that we are not broken. We are human and we are imperfect but we still deserve the best. And so worthiness, worthiness is a birthright, and we are worthy of love and dreams and our best life just because we breathe. And so authenticity, hope, optimism, we learn how to dream really big and focus small, and we learn how to thrive one baby step at a time. So why is self-care such a big part of this book? That core is part of what I realized that the 2,200 women that I worked with really were not doing. Many of these women were single moms, maybe working two or three jobs, having two or three kids. They didn't have five minutes to themselves to take care of themselves. So even if we're not a single mom and not working two or three jobs. We as women were taught at very young ages, and I was brought up in the 50s, so that was eons ago, but we were taught to do more for other people and to be less of who we are. So we were always having to take care of someone else first. But I believe that through small steps of self-care, even taking a walk or writing in a journal or calling a friend, it saves us. And we need to take care of ourselves first before we can take care of anybody else. And we also need to know that we deserve to be authentic and vulnerable without judgment. So there is a large, large part of self-esteem at the end of each chapter that hopefully will be interactive for the reader. What is the dream proposal? Well, the dream proposal is really a life plan. But I knew when I was working with the survivors 
giving the micro grants. That if I went in and I interviewed each and every one because I had to know what they needed to get started on their life's plan, if I went in and I said, we're going to do a life's plan, I would have scared them to death. So the dream proposal is a friendly way of going about a life's plan. It includes three questions. What is your biggest dream? What are the steps and goals? And what is the step that you need to take tomorrow? So the biggest dream is very big. We're dreaming about your best career, your dream house, your most fun car. Where do you want to travel? What self-care do you need? Then we take that to steps and goals. If you want to be a doctor and you have fifth grade education, what are the steps you need to take? We can figure it out. And then in the book, stresses this as well. What is the step that you need to take tomorrow? Because it is my belief that from step one, you will see step two. But step one is the most important and the hardest. So we dream big and we focus not. Can you briefly give us an example, like a survivor story? Well, one of my favorite ones is about a Korean woman who did not speak English and her advocate was also Korean and did the translating. And she and the survivor came to me and they were asking for a sewing machine. Our grants only went up to $1,000. So we had to figure out what we could do for her for $1,000. So she was a tailor, had been a tailor, but her husband had stolen her sewing machine and all of her equipment. So she had no visible means of support. She might have been able to work in the basement of a Korean restaurant because she didn't speak English, but that would not work. So anyway, she came to me and she had found a sewing machine. So we went through the dream proposal. Her dream was to be a tailor and sew from her apartment. A, she wanted to keep her apartment that she was scared of losing. So anyway, she wanted to have the sewing machine to, to continue sewing from her apartment. So I said, well, how much does the machine cost? And she said, I know where I can get one for $700. So I left the check that day to the person selling the sewing machine. And she got the machine. And two years later, actually, for the CNN TV short that you can actually find on Google, she set up tailoring in her home and did so well, she could afford a tailoring shop. And we went to that tailoring shop with the camera crew from CNN and filmed her in a beautiful shop, people coming and going. She was employing other women in her pay it forward for weather benefit. And she was at that time negotiating to buy a building. That is what a $700 sewing machine accomplished. So what was your inspiration to write this book? Well, I started volunteering at a crisis shelter in Boston, Massachusetts. And a woman came and had fled Chicago and had two kids and everything that she owned in a black trash bag. And I got her settled into her room at the shelter where I was working. And she came upstairs to me and said, can you help me? And I was only a volunteer at the time, so I didn't know what I could do to help. But she said, I need $40 to get my papers from City Hall because we fled so fast. I don't have a driver's license. I don't have my kids' birth certificates. I have nothing. So I said, well, 
Let me think about that. And of course, volunteers are not allowed to give money to buy it. But I went downstairs when I left that day and I handed her $60 and I said, here's the $40 you need to send to City Hall. And she needed money orders and stamps and envelopes. So I gave her the other 20 and I said, use that and then take your kids to McDonald's for a treat. And I went home that night in a nice car to a nice house thinking that I need to do more. And about a year later, my nonprofit called Web of Benefit was in existence and we started giving grants. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? I think anyone, any woman, and certainly men too, who want to hear empowering stories of women who have changed their lives and women who need to know that they have that power too. It was a positive experience to read the book. It is simply written. And I think a book that many, many women will take some very specific tools and methods away with. Do you have a website? I do. It is www.itcakesawoman.net. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Johanna Crawford, and she is the author of It Takes a Woman to Empower Women. Johanna, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com, and whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.